and uh, we're going to read the first two verses. Uh, time is quickly passing, so we will try not to hold you too long. But we want to read uh, a couple of scriptures here uh, uh, in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and uh, the first two verses uh, of Ephesians. He said, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Uh, Verse 2 again, And walk in love as, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet, Smelling aroma. Look at your neighbor and say, you sure smell good. I hope I didn't make somebody tell a lie just then. (laughs) Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Um, Hallelujah. I want to speak for a few minutes. I want to speak for a few minutes on a subject titled, Sacrifices That Smell Good. Sacrifices that smell good. Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this congregation of people. God, it's great to be back home. God, to a brother, with our brothers and sisters here, we thank you for what we felt already. Bless, Lord, this message. Anoint me, God. Help me, God, to say what you would have us to bring out today. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can remember as a child, how I would love to pass by one of the bakeries in town, like maybe Colonia Bakery or Sunbeam Bread or someplace like that. Uh, I used to go out, and we used to travel a lot on Murfreesboro Road uh, out there and uh, right there around that old little and then underpass, and there was a bakery out there. And, man, that, that, that smell, and the bakery was so fine. I mean, it was just good, and I and I loved it. And, uh, uh, you know, you just, that, that, a, aroma of a fresh baked bread it just it just smells so good and there are many of us uh can remember now you got you probably got to be a little bit older because there some of you younger ones don't know what it is for grandma to bake a pie and set it on a windowsill to cool but that's how they used to do they used to set them on the windowsills to let them cool uh cool after they uh, they came out of the ovens and um uh, that aroma of that apple pie cooling in the windowsill Am I getting anybody hungry yet? Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hold you for two hours. Hallelujah. Lord. <laughs> uh, and it seemed like if those smells just <laughs> just uh, would get those taste buds running in overdrive. I mean, that those good smells. There's just some things you can smell. Man, it just gets those that mouth of water. And I mean, it just just going. Uh, uh, it's you see, it's the aroma. That creates the desire. It's the aroma that creates the desire. On the other hand, the smell of something burnt or rotten will turn your desire into dread. The odor will just turn your stomach. Hallelujah. Uh, I can tell as soon as I walk in the front door whether or not Sister Darlene's has scorched the beans or not. Hallelujah. Uh, Cassie and Chris has a, has a dog named Simba, and uh, 
the way they know at their house that supper is, is done is when the smoke alarm goes off. And uh, Chris has had his hand of trying to cook some things when Kessie's not around. And uh, every time Chris gets up now and heads towards the kitchen, Simba goes and hides. <laughs> he gets to shaking. Because <laughs> he knows that smoke alarm is fixing to go off. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. So, I, I think I'm getting the point across here that there's some things that, uh, that, uh, that, that are good smells and there are other things that are bad smells. Hallelujah. And since we are created in God's image, I believe there are aromas we send to Him which either are a source of pleasure or disgust. We can send aromas to Him that is satisfying to Him or sickening to Him. Hallelujah. This is especially true in the area of sacrifices we offer to God. When we are preparing a sacrifice for God, the aroma of the sacrifice should precede the gift, creating a desire on behalf of the Almighty to receive our gifts of love to Him. Hallelujah. Praise is a sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we offer Him the sacrifice of praise. We sing that chorus. Brother Darrell sings the chorus sometimes. We bring the sacrifice of praise unto the house of God. Hallelujah. And as we come together, before we even begin to send that, we send up God some type of smell, amen, that's either pleasing to Him or turning to His stomach. Because if we come here and we sit down, amen, I'm gonna tell you something. When you come, when you come to the house of God, whatever kind of week you had is irrelevant. It don't mean nothing. Oh, but I, I've gone through this. I've gone through that. I've had to put up with this on my job. That don't matter. You come to the house of God to give God something. You come to worship Him. You come to give Him praise because He is worthy of that praise. And if I come to the house of God and and I begin. Get get into a mode, and well, I'm half-hearted about it. And, and Brother Darrell, let's let's worship God and raise your hands. And... Hello. Sometimes getting people out of their seat, worshiping, praising God, even here, is like pulling teeth. <laughs> Glory, Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, and we, we've got one of the best worshiping groups of people in town. I believe that. Hallelujah. We know how to praise God around here. I mean, we know how to worship God. There is an, hey, it makes a difference when you got an anointing. It makes a difference when you got an anointing. Hallelujah. And thank God, God has blessed our church with an anointing here that it makes it easy to worship God. Hallelujah. It makes it easy that we can forget what we've gone through. We, we can forget that old boss we've had to deal with all week. Amen. And this and that and everything. Because there's something special when you come in the house. Hallelujah. And I believe when we gather together and begin to worship God, before we begin to worship God, we're sending up a aroma of a sweet smell and sacrifice. 
sacrifice. That's creating a desire. He said, I know one thing. I might not be getting nothing but something dead and dry across the street. Oh, but coming from 1901 to read it, God says it's Sunday morning. Lord of God, I'm going to get something good. Lord of God, God said, oh, I can smell it now. Lord of God, somebody's going to do some laughs. Somebody's going to do some running. Somebody's going to do some shouting. Somebody's going to do some praising. God says, oh, it's just like that. It's just like that apple pie. Hallelujah. Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. Sacrifices that smell good. The Bible gives us some examples of those who sacrifices smell good to God and some would stink in His presence. God help us as your children to always present sacrifices which smell good to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't want to, I don't want to send nothing up to Him that's repugnant. Hallelujah. I want to offer something unto Him that pleases Him. Because He has been so good to me. Hallelujah. He's been better to me than I've been better to myself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's, he's been by me when everybody else. Anybody ever been in a place where it seemed like every friend you thought you had has skipped town? Hallelujah. God has said in His Word that He would never leave you and let no forsake you. And He keeps His promises. So, we need to create sacrifices that smell good. And I want to talk just a little bit about uh, some sacrifices, amen, that don't smell good because we need to learn what they are, amen, and not never try to offer these kind of sacrifices to God. The first thing I want to talk about is these bargain basement sacrifices. They're a repulsive odor to God. Bargain basement. Now, I'm telling my age here now, but in Nashville, before there was any kind of shopping malls, back before Rivergate Mall was built, back before Hundred Oaks was built, Hickory Holler, and all the rest of them, if you was going to go shopping, you went downtown Nashville. And Harvey's was one of the big places. Everybody went to Harvey's. Amen. They, uh, they had the, had the famous monkey bar there, and they had the carousel up there, and I mean, Mr. Harvey, and he, a lot of people know, but he was, a, he was a very highly religious man. Uh, he's the one that built and paid for out of his own pocket, pocket, that big, beautiful display that was always set ac- across the Parthenon during Christmas time, where people used to go out there and pass in front of that beautiful Christmas play, the display, uh, the nativity scene and all that. He personally paid for all that out of the main, in his own pocket. If somebody bought something like that today, they wouldn't allow nobody to set it up. Hallelujah. And, uh, but Harvey's, across the, out of one of them alleyways, they had a bargain basement. <laughs> and every time it got time for, uh, for, for school shopping, my mom would always carry me down those steps down that bargain basement down in the blue jeans and in them, in them areas where they call seconds. And the kid, I didn't want no part of that. You know. I mean, I, you know, but that's where, <laughs> that's where we went. And uh, they had their bargain basement down there, and 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 that bottom floor over at Harvey's, and, and, and a lot of people shop there. When especially the, you know they're looking for a bargain, and uh, if they didn't have quite a bit much, uh, and so 
A lot of people get that mentality of a bargain basement thing. And, 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 and of course, we like to get good deals and, uh, and, and, and people who are price conscious and all that. And, and that's good and that's fine with your, whatever you do in your everyday life, folks. But you should never offer God nothing bargain basement. Hello? Glory to God. Don't never offer God something second-handed and hand-me-down. If you can't give God your best, don't give Him nothing at all. Bargain basement sacrifices are a repulsive odor to God. First Chronicles chapter 21 gives us the story when David had committed a sin. And people were dying because he had done wrong. People were losing their life because as a king, he had, he had let the devil provoke him to do something that he shouldn't have done. So God, amen, was bringing judgment. And David realized he had to offer a sacrifice to God, amen, to try to stop this from going on. And in Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 21, verses 23, 24, and Ornan said to David, take it to yourself. There was a threshing floor there that this man owned that he used to thresh feet. David was going to build an altar there to build a sacrifice to God. And David went to Ornan and he asked him. He said, uh, he said what, what do you want for this piece of property? I will buy it. Ornan said to David, take it to yourself and let my lord the king do what is good in his eyes. Look, I also give you the oxen for the burnt offerings, the threshing implements for wood and for the wheat, for the grain offered, I give it all. Now, some of us would grab that up in our New York minute. Oh, thank you. Look here. God's blessing me. Hello. Hello. David was looking for something to offer sacrifice to God. And when he saw this spot, this threshing floor, where this man made his business of threshing the wheat of people that raised wheat would bring it to him. And there uh, he would get us a, a fee. This was his, his living. And he had the threshing instruments that, that, that did all of that. And David says, listen, I need to buy this spot. I, I'm feeling that this is where I need to build an altar to make a sacrifice to God because I messed up. I've done some things I shouldn't do. And because I'm the leader, said, everybody suffers. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody's suffering. Amen. Because I messed up. And he says, what do you want to, what do you want to, uh, 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 sell us to me? And, and, and this man was good hearted. And he, he honored his king. He, he, um, uh, he was appreciative of King David. And, and he was behind what he was doing. He said, look, he said, I'll give this piece of property to you. Matter of fact, I'll take these instruments that I use, my tools. We'll break them up and we'll use them for the wood. He was willing to, he said, I give it all to you, David. Now, a lot of modern apostolics, like I said, we just start grabbing that stuff. Oh, praise God. Look here. Oh, listen, God, come in my way. Hallelujah. But what did David say? Verse 24. Then King David said to Ornan, No, but I will surely buy it for the full price, for I will not take what is yours for the Lord nor offer burnt offerings with that which cost me nothing. Hallelujah! The church of Jesus Christ today has got too many cheapskates. And I'm not talking just in the air of money and finances, but I'm talking in everything they do for God. 
Hallelujah. This is, if you want to know why God said David was a man after my own heart, some people say, I don't understand it because David committed adultery and he even had a man killed to cover up his act of adultery. How in the world, amen, could David be a man after God's own heart? Well, number one, he asked forgiveness. He was restored. God brought him back to restoration. Hallelujah. And this is one of the reasons that made David a man after God's own heart. Well, he said, I refuse to make a sacrifice to my God with something that don't cost me nothing. We got too many bargain basement dealers in the house of God today. Hallelujah. You want somebody else to do all the praying. You want somebody else to do all the fasting. You want somebody else to be there all the time. Bless the quietness. Hallelujah. Somebody else can carry the load. Oh, if I don't do it, somebody else will do it. Hallelujah. That's bargain basement stuff that smells up and stinks to high heavens to God. It turns God's stomach. It ain't nothing sweet to Him. It's not a sacrifice that's sweet. Hallelujah. When we got people running around doing bargain basement dealing, we, God wants some glory. God wants some power from us. And we out here trying to yard sale the deal. My God, hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hey. It's nobody else's business how we conduct our own personal life. Hey, I admit it, I, I like to get bargains myself. Hallelujah. If I pass a yard sale and I see something I want, I see something, man, that's a, that's a steal, I'm going to grab it up. Hallelujah. I like, me and Brother Baggett used to go to the auctions together all the time. We loved, I mean, me, Friday nights, man, we'd go out and uh, they, they started one back up in Pleasant View on Friday nights now. And I've been... A couple Friday nights set in, but it just ain't the same with Brother Baggett out there. Hey, man, I could give Brother Baggett a call, Brother Ira. I know where it's an auction night. You want to go? Yeah, man. Hallelujah. Lord of God. He, he's right along with Brother Carl and Brother Hill right now. Lord of God. Hallelujah. Lord of God. I got, I, I got, I got, I got to preach. I get it. Hallelujah. Amen. Getting bargains for things in life, ain't no wrong with that. But it's a different story, Brother Dallas, when we talk about what we give to God. Did not God give us His very best? Did not God give everything that He had for you and I? Why in the world do we want to throw at something Him, glory to God, that, 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 that don't cost us anything? Something we got through a bargain basement deal. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, no church nowhere, no minister nowhere would ever have no problem with building their buildings or having the TV stations or the radio broadcast. Hallelujah. If, if the people within the churches who love God like they say they love God and love their church like they say they love their church, hallelujah, amen, will quit doing their bargain basement dealing when it comes to the things of God. I've known people in Pentecost. They wouldn't drop no more in the offering pan than two or three dollars if their life depended upon it. But man, you, you let them be at Walmart, um, be, at, be at, this goes back a few years. It wasn't Walmart, it was Kmart when they used to have that blue light special on. I, I, I stopped by to see one guy one time as one of them two or three dollar guys. He wasn't home when we was pulling in the drive. But as we pulled up, he came along right up behind us. The car was loaded down. Man, where'd you get all this stuff? Oh, I just, I was at, we was out there at Kmart. They, 
they hooked up that blue light, and they had some of them blue light specials going on. And these were deals we just couldn't turn down. I don't need none of it, but I just couldn't turn it down because it's so cheap. But you know what? He, I know he saved enough to put 2 or $3 in the offering plan next Sunday. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We, we want to send sacrifices that sweet smelling to God. That, that aroma. Hallelujah. We, we, we want to be a man. We want to be men and women after God's own heart. That God can look at us and say, they're right after my heart. Because they refuse to give something to me that didn't cost him something. Hey, you hadn't made a sacrifice unless you had to pay something for it. That's what the word sacrifice means anyway. Hallelujah. It means you cost. If you don't spend nothing, you don't make no sacrifice to God. It's got to cost you something or it's not a sacrifice. You give when you can't go out as much next week and eat. Hallelujah. You've got to stay home and eat that cornbread and them burnt beans I was talking about. Hallelujah. But then let me move on. I've got, I've got to move on quick. I ain't going to get through this. Let's, um, uh, let's go to Malachi chapter 1 verse 8. We're still talking about these bargain basement sacrifices. Malachi 1 and 8. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? <laughs> would you? Would he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts? Now, you see, back then, people had to take from their livestock to offer a lamb, a bullock, or turtle dove, or whatever they're going to offer to take it to the house of God for sacrifice. And some of them jokers... They'd go through there to get ready for the sacrifice, and they'd run across a lamb that was while out there in the field had, had, had gone lame. And some of them fellows said, oh, that, that one over there is limping. I'm not going to get nothing out of that limping uh, goat at the meat market. It ain't going to bring me nothing. Well, it's only going to die anyway. I think I'll just take it, grab it up and take it to the priest and say, here you go. Here's, here's my sacrifice. Or going through there and you find an animal that's blind, can't see, bumping into everything. So, ah, oh, this is blind. I ain't going to get nothing for this blind animal at the meat market when I get ready to go sell this stuff. I just take this to the temple, offer this to the priest. God said, if you offer me the same kind of garbage, would you offer, would you offer your governor this? He said, I wonder how he'd receive you. Especially those Roman governors. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, see, he said, you're not giving me no honor. If you read that whole chapter, he said, where is my honor? You're not honoring me because you're offering the blind and the lame uh, and all that stuff. It's bargain basement stuff, folks. Hallelujah. We have got to some kind of way understand that whatever, and here again, please follow me. I'm not just talking about money here. I'm talking about everything that we have and everything that we do. It should always be the best when it comes to God. Hallelujah. We should offer the very best. Hallelujah. I'm, one, more, one more point and I'm going to close. 
these aromas that, that stink in the sight of God. The second thing is self-righteous spirits sink, stink to the Lord. Self-righteous spirits, self-righteous attitudes. We find something here in Luke chapter 18. It says, also he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Sounds like some Pentecost people I've run into in my life. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, another a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers. I thank you that I'm not none of them, even as this tax collector standing over there. I fast twice a week. I go on a Daniel's fast once a year. I give tithes of everything I possess. And the tax collector standing afar off would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me a sinner. I tell you, Jesus says, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You know what? We've been talking about uh, associations and, and stuff and everything. There's service this week and ministries, you know. Back as far back as I can remember from day one, I've never tried to promote myself. I've never been one like some evangelists do, sit down and write letters and mail them out all over the country and saying, anointed young evangelist, Come, let me come preach you a revival and get all these people saved and Holy Ghost filled and all that kind. You'd be surprised how many pastors get notes and letters like that all the time. Phone calls like that all the time. I never promoted myself. I never tried to lift myself up. I've got titles that I could use, but I don't use them. I don't, you don't see my name on church side. You don't see my name on nothing around here. This ain't, because this is not Sammy Pruden Ministries. This is Jesus Christ Ministries. This ain't Sammy Pruden's house. This is God's house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the Word of God says that a man's gift will make room for him. I never did without a place to preach. God has always sent me somewhere because He called me. I don't have to promote myself. God promotes me. Hallelujah. I don't try, amen, to put up some kind of show that I'm this and I'm that because I know I'm not. Hallelujah. But thank God because I humble myself. God sees fit at certain times to let me be exalted a little bit. Glory to God. Nothing turns the stomach of God more than a man attempting to show off his spiritual prowess. Bragging rights, and listen to this, bragging rights always belongs to God. Hallelujah. God hates show-offs. I said, let me say that again. It's a crook in hell. God hates show-offs. Because it's Him we should be showing off to the world, not ourselves. In closing, one of the ministers at the conference, a man from Texas, spoke at the conference last night. It was Brother Gandhi. He summed it up as he was preaching. 
And this is what he said. And I ain't never thought about it, but it's a whole lot of truth in it. This is what he told the people. He said, I'd rather pray for somebody full of the devil than to pray for somebody full of himself. I kind of walled that around. I said, wow. I wish I'd come up with that one. He said, I'd rather, I'd rather face somebody that's demon-possessed and try to cast that demon than find somebody who's self-possessed and try to cast that out. He said, because you know what? In God's Word, I find all kinds of places that lets me know I've got authority over demons. What I tell a demon, that te- demon's got to do. But you know what? There ain't nowhere in the Bible that gives me authority over somebody that's self-possessed, full of themselves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've got to get shut of these things. Hallelujah in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. I'm, I'm, I'm not finished, but I, I'm going to close. Hallelujah. Sacrifices that smell good. God help us. God help us to have offer everything that we offer to you something that smells good and pleasing to your sight. Hallelujah. We're going to sing a chorus, and if anybody has a need and wants prayer, we want to give you an opportunity. Hallelujah. We're going to have, we're going to have prayer for the, for the children and stuff just in a minute. But first, we're going to give an opportunity if anybody else needs prayer today. I love Him too. 